0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, we proudly bring to you at a studio 212 out of the heart of Seattle, Washington, this is Physical Culture Radio. I'm your host, Greg Jones, at Coach Greg Jones, Instagram and Facebook, along with my co-host Chris Edmonds, lead mountain dog diet trainer, and uh, gym owner himself, as well as I am. We are... Proud to talk about, um, or we got a lot of information to talk about today about episode number six, which is hormone replacement therapy for men and women in the general population. Uh, Men's and women's HRP therapy, uh, clinical perspective of these therapies from a naturopathic philosophy and background. We're also going to talk about prescription protocols, contraindications, and um, symptoms and and side effects of these uh, protocols and why you get on these protocols to begin with chris how you doing today
1: doing very well man just got all moved into the house and uh, painters are wrapping up today so life is going to be a little bit more back to normal as opposed to my last really really hectic week
0: nice nice that's right you moved into the new place and you got your little office set up and everything
1: I wish. Right now, the the office sadly is storing like all the overflow boxes. Oh, right. Um, and to be broken down and taken out. Um, so that is one of the few rooms that we do not have set up yet. So, I'm actually in our basement, uh, doing this, which is equally fine because it's got it's still got a gorgeous view, and uh I'm still in a better spot than I was in our previous house. Nice,
0: <laughs> nice. You know, I'm I'm really excited about my training. Um. As you guys may know, may I haven't mentioned this and uh, Coach Chris hasn't mentioned it either, 2018 has been a really tough year for me. Um had a bunch of injuries. I had a shoulder rotator cuff surgery late June, and I was dealing with a lot of back stuff that, that crept up after my prep um, last summer and then fall uh, end of 2017 into the beginning of 2018. I started dealing with a lot of lower back pain and I wasn't really diligent about, um, doing hip exercises, uh, PT exercises for the lower back. So I sought out some qualified, um, active release therapists, uh, good chiropractors, um, and, and the the ones that I had tried previously just weren't a good fit and I wasn't getting results from, but I started to implement a little plan of, all my occupational therapy pt exercises before any kind of a lower body or upper body workup, workout and what i do now is even if i'm doing upper body i still do my hip stuff even if i'm doing lower lower body i still do my shoulder stuff and i just loosen everything up it takes me you know an extra 15 to 20 minutes at the beginning of the workout to do all this stuff so i have to plan you know a good 90 minutes of getting into the gym instead of 60 to 75 but I tell you what, it's been, it's, it's paying off, uh, hugely with my training and my back knock on freaking wood here, but my back is symptom free. I'm able to train legs twice a week. I'm hitting a back workout and I don't have a lot of residual back pain. Like I did at the beginning of the year. Um, what, what's your take on this kind of stuff? And, and, you know, before we go into the topic, Chris, about this kind of uh, subject and how it's related to your training.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, That's huge. Um, You know, as I've mentioned before, I I tore my lower lumbar when I was 23 pretty aggressively, and I've dealt with low back issues ever since, Um, if I don't do the things you just described. Um, And and for me, those typically stem from tight hips or hip flexors. Um, If I get lazy with my abdominal training and if I get lazy with stretching, chiropractic massage work, yeah. Um, if I don't do those all regularly over the course of the month, um, I, I can begin to feel it just slowly creep in. Yeah. And luckily, I haven't had a flare up in. Again, I hate to even say this out loud because I don't want to jinx myself, but two and a half years. Um, wow. To where you know, when, when I say a flare up, I'm talking like excruciating pain, can't yeah. stand up straight, can't walk right. Right. Um. You know, the only shit that
0: keeps us out of the dog, gym. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah now my dumb ass still trains when i'm like that i just strap a belt on and have my wife or training partner hand me all the weights which is fucking stupid yeah um that's one of those things don't do as i do um, do as i say but not as i do yeah 100 <laughs> because at the end of the day like i realize that i can do that and get away with it because i'm smart with how i pick the exercises i do i get i'll get daily chiropractic adjustments until it's healed right um, i'll get it twice twice a week. Um, I will ice around the clock every 20 minutes um, for the entire day. And I always try to joke people like the first time I did it, the lady I go to see uh, for chiropractic work, she told me like, no shit. She said, Chris ice for 20 minutes, move for 20 minutes and do that around the clock. And I said, okay, cool. Yes, ma'am. And um, the next day I went and she's like, what's wrong with your lower back? And I'm like, well, you tell me you're the doctor. And she's like, no, you have a burn on your back. And I was like, oh that's from the ice and she's like what do you mean i said you told me to ice every 20 minutes i said i literally have done that for the last 24 hours and she's like jesus christ bro like yeah i didn't thought you would take me that serious like that literal i'm like those are the instructions you gave i followed them yeah um right and she's yeah. like i can tell you i've been doing this
0: <laughs> i've i've had plenty of of burns on my, my yeah, life as um, well. so that's common so, for me too and I don't no, use towels that's or. Paper I want to direct direct just skin
1: just to skin. I want spray. that inflammation to go as fast as humanly possible. So what you just said, um, I, I don't want to gloss over by that stupid story. Um, I'd much rather the take home from this being. If you have an issue and you feel it starting to creep in, meaning your neck starts to get tight or you have numbness or tingling in your hands, or suddenly when you do dumbbell bench press or barbell bench press, like you feel your shoulder kind of achy, like don't blow it off and roll your eyes. Like literally look into start addressing what's causing those issues and then do something about it. Um, Don't, don't be, as I will always say, a dumb meathead and ignore it and brush it under the rug because eventually... If you do that long enough and you continue to get stronger and stronger and stronger, and the topic we were talking about, if you add drugs to the situation that enhances your ability to lift heavy-ass shit, um, it's just going to – it's going to rear its head in either a torn muscle or a surgery or all the above.
0: Right. Okay, so – and. And guys, we will talk about this subject at length. We will make its own episode of it, talking about the things to how you um, do some exercises for the shoulder girdle, the hips, the lower back, um, the legs, how you combat post-workout tightness and loosen everything up and get uh, more range and mobility in the joints, which is super crucial. And and we'll and we'll give it its own episode because I, I feel like we're short shrifting it a little bit, um, just going over it and then leaving people kind of hanging a little bit on well, you know, what the fuck are they talking about? What do they mean? What you know, what can we do? So we'll address that. Um I'm also gonna make some videos. I've made some videos on Instagram in the past, but um actually that'll probably be like a YouTube video. And just to let you guys know, um we are coming out with a Coach Greg Jones website, CoachGregJones.com. It's going to be up uh, by the beginning of the year, and it's going to have Coach Chris and uh, Dr. Erica and myself's services on there. So if you guys are interested um, in hiring a coach with naturopathic medical oversight, that is what it's going to be. It's going to be you know comp training, um, prep training, regular training, life coaching on my end and Dr. Erica's. And with Coach Chris, he does a lot of prep, so he works with athletes, he works with guys and gals, putting people on stage, um, very knowledgeable about what he does. And look for that at the beginning of the year, coachgregjones.com. And so the topic today, men's and women's HRT uh, therapy, there's there's complete blood labs that are inherent as you get into middle age you want to start testing for things to see where your level's out, to see if you're in, have the beginnings of disease is kind of what the Western philosophy is for this. Um, But the Eastern philosophy or how naturopaths and how a lot of practitioners uh, treat this kind of thing is to remain symptom free and not deal with things after you get symptoms. If you do have symptoms, um, obviously, you need to get blood labs and kind of figure out what's going on in the body. So a couple of things right out of the gates that pretty much most practitioners, naturopathic or western based um, you know, medical doctors treat for is they do complete uh, blood workups. they do complete cholesterol. they they test for uh, testosterone and estradiol. um they test for a complete, Uh, TSH, uh, thyroid stimulating hormone, free T3, free T4, reverse T3. Um, Like I said, the complete uh, red blood cell count, um, hematocrit, hemoglobin, uh, red blood cells, and complete cholesterol. So they will uh, high density uh, lipoprotein, HDL, LDL, um, total cholesterol, and uh, VLDL. So very Low-density lipoproteins are the ones that are kind of most heinous in the body. A lot of doctors will test for that also. A lot of people just know total cholesterol that needs to be under 200. Uh, Triglycerides need to be under 100. Um, So if you get where these levels are over a certain point, doctors will say, hey, you need to figure out some kind of a diet plan or eat differently or start exercising to help these out. Uh, And so... Above and beyond those, which are the main ones, they're also going to do a test of your kidneys, which is uh, creatinine. Uh, AST is your liver function. So for people that drink, for people that smoke, for people that are stressed, for people that take too many stimulants, for people, there's all kinds of things that people do. There's just environmental pollutants in our foods, in our water that can cause your liver to work too hard. You can be ingesting some shit in your body that you don't even think is harmful for you. And it might might have high heavy metals, you know, mercury. You may have amalgams and fillings in your mouth that have mercury and that leach uh, heavy metal into your body and will affect your arteries and, and hurt your system. You don't, you're not going to know this unless you test for this crap. Um, so it's very important when you get into your, at least in your 30s, and I even think uh, guys and gals in their 20s, should test for this, especially if you have uh, a family history of heart disease, um, cancer, diabetes, any of the, the major diseases you need to start checking for. Um, what are the things that you, Chris, before I kind of go on uh, into specific men's and women's only testing that, that you tell people or that you tell your clients to go test?
1: Um, first of all, what, what I always like to be cognizant of both with all my clients, either in person or online about is what are some warning signs for things being off? Um, you know, if you have lack of energy, if you have lack of sex drive, if you, um, you know, are in situations where you don't feel like you should, you aren't making the progress that you should given the workload and what you've done in the past, like, I just personally refuse to believe the American way of as you age, your body deteriorates. Yes, at some point it will, for sure. There is a drop off. But I'm speaking specifically of that age range of like 25 to 55. I think everyone just assumes, like I say, I've, I've heard kids, I say kids because they're younger than me, in their t- late 20s who are like, oh, yeah, you know, I just don't feel like I did when I was in high school. And I'm like, are you serious? That's because you eat garbage and you don't pay attention to health markers. Um, you know, you don't do the things that keep your body optim optimally performing. Um, you know, we go from being active to, you know, playing multiple sports to sitting behind a desk, just chugging and plugging emails. And of course you're not going to feel as good. So how can we fix that? And to me, regular checkups with your doctor, if you see any of those warning signs I just described, you know, if you're 30, 40 years old, yep. and you have very little sex drive, or if you're a man and you struggle to get erections, like, there's a bigger issue there. Right. Um, and I want to get to the bottom of that. Yep. And if it's because your, you know, a health markers off, if it's because your uh, testosterone is low, your estrogen is high, like, let's fix that. So you start optimally optimizing your day and body. Um, and you start getting results again. Yeah. And not only guess what, if you fix your hormone profile, you will feel um, like you're super young again. And, you know, that's the biggest thing to me is, I, I want my clients as well as myself. I want to fight the aging process as much as humanly possible. Um, yes, we will have aches and pains that like we spoke about at the beginning of this podcast, But if we do all the things right, and if we eat foods that keep our inflammation in our body low, and if we go to the doctor regularly, have blood work done so that these naturopaths and doctors can actually take care of us and do their job, um, that's what I want to think about. And, you know, there's always warning signs. Um, A big, huge one to me is like if you have a man, for example, who is storing a lot of lower abdominal fat, that's typically a warning sign that your testosterone is low. And so many people just come to terms with that. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's just because I eat poor. But yeah, that's probably a factor. That's definitely a factor. But are you working against.
0: And, and or you're aromatizing and have oestrogen. Yeah, yeah. Also, if your n- nipples are like with sensitive that, yep. and
1: puffy, you know, if you're moody, if, you know, you lack aggression, and I don't care, what anybody says, as a man, you should have some aggression. Um, <laughs> we're designed to yeah. hunt and kill and protect our families. Um, if, if any of that is yep. left. Lo-
0: And, and we have more testosterone than the female body. So we're inherently going to be a little bit more aggressive.
1: And you know, if you're walking around tired all the time and you have to pound cups of coffee to feel normal, that's not normal. Let's fix it. Right. And let's get with one of these doctors to help us do that um, so that we can live a better life.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's, that's pretty much most of the symptoms you need to look for. And then we we get into nature versus nurture. So you have to think about your personal genetic profile, your family history genetics. That's nature. You can't fight that. You can't fight genetics. You can't fight a predisposition. There have been bodybuilders that have had uh, pre, uh, Dallas McCarver last year. was 26 years old, and he died of a massive heart attack. He exa- probably exacerbated some of the predisposition – Disposed problems that he had with with uh, PED use and his um, overzealous you know uh, drug use as as a professional bodybuilder, but what the doctors said after he had a heart attack and died um, is that these conditions that he had were not brought on by hormones; they were a genetic link, and he was just predisposed to having these problems and he, you know, died of a massive heart attack at the yeah, age okay. of 26 and had some organ. I'll tell
1: you what, Greg, I have a great story here. One of my long-term clients, she was a female and she worked with me in her early thirties, extremely in shape, um, body fat below 12 year round. Um, she taught multiple group exercise classes at our gym. She trained with me three days a week in the morning at 6 a.m. She did cardio on her own. She watched and was mindful of everything that went to her mouth. Um, sadly, both of her parents, both of her grandparents were, were all morbidly obese. And no matter what she did right. with me, her blood pressure always ran high. And if you looked at her in, like, say, a bikini or in gym clothes and a tank top, you would think she was the pinnacle of health. Um but right. through family history, she was just screwed. And that's just bad luck. You know what I'm saying? Um, So she had to be on medication yeah. to regulate her blood pressure or she really started to feel bad. And it took, by the way, sure. it took multiple different multiplication medications to fix and find one that worked best for her. Like she switched to one blood pressure medication yeah. and she, her performance dropped. She was exhausted. She felt her joints were achy. And then I was like, she's like, what do I do? I said, go to the doctor and tell them this. And I said, you know, you're very uncharacteristic to what these doctors are used to saying. I said, tell me you need to try another medication. And they switched her and it was like paired perfectly for her body. So, you know, that leads back to, if we can say this a thousand times, get your blood work done. It doesn't matter what you look like. um, Because sometimes you could be the greatest in shape person in a you know in a pair of swim trunks or a bikini and yet your insides aren't so you know you gave the example the example of dallas i'm going to give the example one of my former clients you know get your blood work done it doesn't matter physically if you're single digit body fat if your heart's ready to explode you're going to have a heart attack
0: yeah and, you know, you, you have to have a qualified either naturopathic medical doctor or medical doctor um, come up with these diagnoses for you. We're not qualified to diagnose people. We can read blood labs and read and we know what we're looking for, but you, it, it all starts with, you know, getting these blood labs um, from your medical practitioner, your primary care physician, whoever and uh you have uh at your disposal but but definitely seek that out guys and and girls and uh specifically for women um a lot of times they have thyroid issues as they get older some women just have thyroid i, I noticed that a lot of middle-aged women have the beginnings of subclinical um hypothyroidism uh so it doesn't so it it starts to be low normal. It's not exactly low yet or under the ratio of what medical doctors would consider low, but naturopaths consider low normal too low and that you want to bring those up higher. So by testing the thyroid stimulating hormone, the free T3, free T4, reverse T3, and doing that complete testing, they can diagnose where you're at. If you feel low energy also, if you feel like you're not Recover. Sometimes it can be uh, the thyroid, um, more specifically in females than males, but I guess guys should get it too, um, just as a general rule. But you definitely want to test that. Women need to also test high sensitivity, the high sensitivity TSH, but they also need to check their estrogen, their estrogen and progesterone. It can be a little bit more problematic than guys. Guys, what we what happens with guys is we something uh, happens in the body called aromatization. Aromatization is where your body takes the testosterone that you produce endogenously or exogenously. So whether you take it with HRT or whether you just naturally produce the testosterone, it can turn that testosterone into estradiol yeah uh, through a process of the aromatase enzyme and what that does is it converts the test into estrogen, hires the estrogen count in your body. What that does specifically is it, it you're you're not utilizing, it's not free testosterone and it turns into more estrogen, considered estradiol, and it can lead to more body fat. It can lead to uh you crying like a little baby because you're too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, uh, generally speaking, you just, you, you guys need to have a little bit of estrogen and conversely, women need to have a little bit of testosterone. There's kind of a stereotype or a misnomer out there that testosterone is just for guys and estrogen is just for women. That's wrong. So guys need a little bit of testosterone, um, actually for libido, um, uh, believe it or not, if you're, t- if your estrogen gets too low, you'll lack sex drive, um, and and then conversely, if women uh produce not enough, they need supplemental um estrogen. And they usually give something uh called uh EIIST, which is um it's kind of a identical bio-identical uh form of estrogen for women. And the symptoms that they get are like low libido, hair falling out sexual, uh, different side effects, uh, uh, sexual problems that they may have, and, and what they do for a women's protocol uh, for you know lower hormonal um, r- r- tests and, and estrogen and progesterone, pregnenolone, all the things that they test for. What my naturopath, Dr. Erica, uh, likes to do is put women on about two milligrams of the uh, EIIST which is that bioidentical uh, estrogen, one to four milligrams of testosterone per week, 15 milligrams of progesterone, 10 to 25 milligrams of DHEA. And then if they're dieting, sometimes they put uh, some people on HCG diet, but those are the different hormones. And let me talk a little bit about DHEA, guys. DHEA is is a hormone responsible in the body for producing testosterone in the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands produce about 15% of the body's testosterone, uh, and, and, and men, most of it is produced in the testes. But since women produce such a smaller amount of testosterone and they don't have testes, at least most (laughs) of them, uh, they, uh, they, (laughs) they, they, produce testosterone through their adrenals and the hormone that does this is DHEA. So naturopaths will give women DHEA. And I, I remembered I had an old bottle of it. I forgot to take it for a while. I started take, I take 25 milligrams of DHEA every morning. And this is a natural supplement. It's considered a hormone, but you can go get it at vitamin shop or, you know, GNC. Um, and it will help your body produce more testosterone naturally. So even uh, you know above and beyond testosterone and all the things you need to get prescribed, DHEA is a good insurance for both men and for women. And I, and for women, I would probably start at about ten milligrams a day. And again, you know, get your blood labs checked, kind of figure out where everything's at. But for guys, you know, 10 to 25 milligrams. I, I know some guys even take like 50 to 100 milligrams of DHEA a day, but it will really help your adrenals produce that extra amount of testosterone that could really help your training and recovery. Um, so, men's protocol, those are the uh, four or five things for women. For men, uh, basically, testosterone, testosterone is given uh, to most guys who have a low testosterone count. So anything under 400 nanograms per deciliter is considered uh, hypo or not producing enough testosterone in the body. You also have free testosterone, which is how much is bioavailable. Uh, but if you're under 400 in your total testosterone count, most naturopaths will treat you to get you up to over 500 Upwards of about a thousand um, nanograms per deciliter uh, in, in your body, you know, week to week. And so when they do these, giving you prescription cream or an injection of 100 to 200 milligrams per week, um, whether that's weekly or whether it's microdose, and we'll get into that a little bit more specifically, um, that usually brings guys into the high normal range rather than the low normal. And a lot of me- medical doctors won't treat you unless you're like 100 or 200, not not just under 400. So um, it's important to get that tested. It's important to test your estradiol. They will give guys an astrozole at 0.5 to 1 milligrams um, or to Max Fin, ten to 25, 20 to twenty milligrams daily. The nastrozol is usually given weekly, and sometimes it's given twenty four hours after your shot of testosterone, or if you take cream, then it'll be in divided doses once or twice a week. Um, a lot of guys and women will be uh, prescribed peptides, and they do an IGF one test on you. You see how much uh, growth uh, hormone your body is p- producing, or IGF one rather. And if it's low enough, they'll put you on some um, GR GRHP2 and or GRHP6 is what uh, some companies like Core Medical Group and Beverly Hills Rejuvenation Center will prescribe. Some some clinics will even prescribe growth hormone still. And it in 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 conjunction with that, um, they will also prescribe DECA droblin for tissue repair. For guys, if they've had surgery or you know have something that needs repaired in their body, uh, some clinics you can get Anovar and then HCG. Now, HCG will raise your endogenous production of testosterone. So when you take exogenous production, uh, your natural levels go down. And the reason how they can tell this is your luteinizing hormone, follicle-stimulating hormone levels are down. When those go down... They treat you with HCG to bring those up, but there's nothing really that brings those all the way up when you're on exogenous tests. And I'm probably going a little bit over the top of what people's understanding is. And I apologize for not having more layman's terms of this, but endogenous production is your body's own natural production. Exogenous is what we put in it with these protocols. And so when you put any exogenous drugs and hormones in the body, it tells your body to turn off its own endogenous production. So you're pretty much making a commitment because your body doesn't produce enough endogenously. And that's why you're having these symptoms in the first place. That's why these doctors put you on these protocols to help alleviate. You're pretty much committing to doing this for the rest of your life in some way, shape, or form. And um, the contraindications, what what doctors look for, if you have abnormal cells, if you're a guy and you have the beginnings of prostate enlargement, and your PSA count is high, uh, your B- B- BPH, uh, benign uh, prostate hypertrophy, you're you've got a large prostate. Hormones can exacerbate these problems. So if you take if you take some or an IGF, you know any kind of things that helps grow muscle tissue in the body, and you've got abnormal cells, say you've got the beginnings of cancer, it's going to exacerbate these problems. You need to eliminate whether any of these problems exist in your body in the first place before undergoing hormone replacement therapy. And your doctors will know what to look for. They'll know the markers. They'll know, you know, if you have abnormal cells, the body gives them feedback in testing. And they know what to look for um, and figure out pretty quickly. It's just how people figure out they have cancer. Something goes really wrong and you feel really bad or something isn't working at all well. And you're like, this hurts this part of my body. Something's going on. They do a biopsy. They test cells in that area. And they usually can decipher pretty quick. You know, if there's precancerous things going on or if there's an enlargement going on or if certain levels of certain things are higher or lower, then they dive into a little bit more uh, diagnostics to get a little bit more clarification for what they're looking for. But these are real important to look for in um, both men and women and things that they test for, the protocols that they use. And do you have anything to add to this? I'll tell you what, man, I I think that in the grand scheme
1: of this, everything stems back to uh, getting blood work done, Uh, finding out and getting into the issues that are happening inside your body. And if nothing is happening and you still aren't achieving the results you want, guess what? That means you need to tighten your diet up and train harder. Um, But if you are deficient in some area or you have too much of something or too little of something the way I always describe it to clients is you're essentially swimming upstream. Will you make progress? Yes, but it will not right. be at optimal levels if your body isn't optimal. And to me, no matter if you're a general population client, someone just trying to look better or feel better. Um, it's no different than I, than it would be a pre contest bodybuilder. I want to set their body up for success by making sure everything inside their internal system is operating properly before we start going to extremes with anything and if you don't do that yep. if you aren't mindful of your internal health in the long term you're drastically reducing your quality of your life and you may not realize it because it's like anything yeah um I, i'll use me as a huge example here um and i think i've mentioned this in one of our previous episodes but um something that i do i make myself get blood work done at least twice a year and uh, two yeah. years ago I, they discovered that what's well, really interesting it came back in one of my um <clears throat> in one of my lab reports that my red blood count uh red blood cell count was high and my hemoglobin was high and my iron levels were pretty off the chart and um so my, what was the last I, one what iron, was the last level iron was extremely high
0: Yep. iron okay and
1: um okay so the guy who i go to um for my general practitioner he actually used to be the team doctor for um the virginia tech Hokie football team and uh and that's one of the reasons okay. i trust him um because he works with high level athletes and you know you're not gonna find someone better his name is dr Bolin. um that's locally to me in roanoke and um he You know, he said, let's get some more blood work drawn. I want to get to the bottom of what's going on here. And uh, so he sent me to a specialist who then did a few more tests. And she came back and she said, Chris, you have a genetically um, given to you disease called hematomicrosis, which means my body does not dispose of iron um, like it should. So... Right. What did that mean? And I was like, okay, so to kind of put you guys in perspective, I'm sitting in a um, <clears throat> doctor's office and her, her partner <laughs> actually specializes in cancer treatment. So I had no idea what's going on. He yeah. just told me I had three levels that were high. I mean, he needed me to go see a specialist. He didn't tell me what, he didn't tell me what's happening. So I'm sitting in this office with Angela and dude, my heart rate was like through the roof. Like, I'm like, this is it. It's over. Yeah. It's game over. Um, yeah yeah and she's like i've got fucking yeah oh cancer. yeah i thought and i'm like <laughs> all the posters on the wall are like how to cure prostate cancer and how to check yourself for testicular cancer and like leukemia and all right. this shit right and her and i are a nervous wreck man like we are crazy the doctor comes in and she's super nice and
0: baby i don't want to lose yeah. my balls i want to yeah. keep my balls right? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> dude i thought shit was gonna get rammed up my ass i didn't know what was going on um and Right. So she comes in and she's like, so I reviewed your blood work and um, here's what's going on. So she explained to me what it was and and i'm like okay does that mean i'm not going to die and she kind of chuckled she's like no this all can be fixed she said i just want to make sure that um you didn't poison yourself or, or poison any of your organs with how high your iron levels are c- currently so they yeah, you know they tested right. all my organs and all those came back perfectly fine and i said okay cool what's next so she's like you're going to have to do a weekly phlebotomy for the next few months um until uh your iron levels are back into the normal range well two and a half months later of giving as much blood as i could legally give um at her doctor's office um it was back to in the normal range and the only thing i have to do now is i just regularly give blood um every two months or three months whatever's you know legal by the red uh, blue cross blue seal and um From there, I just have to be mindful of how much red meat I consume. So, you know, I was eating red meat at the time two times a day, definitely once a day, um, but most of the time twice a day at seven ounce portions. And she's like, you just can't do that anymore. She said, you know, now that you're in the normal range again, she goes, I would recommend no more than twice a week having red meat in your diet. So, you know, that could have led, that led me to, like, I didn't realize how tired I was until blood started getting drawn. That right. was, that's the main side effect, right, of that disease is you just have, you know, your lethargy. Thick, yeah. thick blood, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. And I didn't notice it. And yeah. within two weeks of getting blood drawn, Angel was like, dude, you are flying around again. And, I, you know, what's right. really funny is we had Daxton right at that time. And I just thought that it was based off of not getting much sleep with a baby crying every two and a half hours for me to go downstairs and get more milk for him um so i wouldn't even have known right i wouldn't have known what was going on and god knows how far i would have gotten down the pipeline of my body having like crazy amounts of iron like i could have done long-term damage to my body if i didn't get regular blood work done so again I, i preach that all the time get your blood work done live optimally, make sure your hormones are right. And and to me even, I don't know about you, but if you have a client who's on the very very low end of normal who doesn't legally qualify for HRT, TRT, whatever you want to call it, that's not living optimally either. Um you minimally yeah. want to be in the middle of that. I would argue you want to be the top end of normal. And you know, you know a lot of times I think people say genetics whatever but everyone has a different baseline or what's normal um, of a testosterone level one of the figure girls i used to train she had extremely high testosterone which is why she probably put on so much damn muscle so fast um where someone yeah. might have let's say it's a guy is on a lower end of normal he like creeps gaining lean muscle tissue and if you can fix that or remedy that via a naturopath via a uh, longevity clinic i say do it and attack it Yep. So I think you and I are agreeing sure. on that topic.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 And a lot of people go to, um, you know, I got buddies. I go, I, you know, Dr. Erica, I get tested through my PCP here in the state of Washington through Kaiser Permanente. But then I work with my naturopathic medical doctor, Dr. Erica, who is, who is who it's also available through coach greg jones.com website here at the beginning of the year. So for any of you folks out there that want help with this, we can help you, um, come to us at the beginning of the year, look at the website. We've got the services. Um, we can treat you. Uh, we can also help you out with nutrition plans and, 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 and all the rest of that stuff. But you need it. We'll have testing protocols to go by. So we'll have a blood lab list. We'll be able to read it to you after you get it done. It's very easy to, you know, get a phlebotomist to actually drive to your house and draw the blood at your own residence, and then get it read. Whether it's LabCorp or Quest Diagnostics or uh, whoever we choose to use, or whoever you choose to use, um, I that's that's what I've been doing. This is how I do it. Everybody kind of has a different insurance plan and way to do it. A lot of times in the blood labs, they'll give you certain ones to test for, and then you can ask for a lot more. Um, they possibly will test them. They, you possibly got to come out of pocket for some of these and test them on your own. So be prepared that you, know, to have your PCP or medical doctor not always be uh, real progressive with all of these testings and be like, well, why would I test for all of that? because a lot of times they'll come to you and they'll say, why would we test for this? You don't have any, you know, you don't have any symptoms of, of some of this stuff. And that's when you basically, well, you know, I, my libido is a little low. Oh, I, I am a little tired. I feel groggy. I, I need more caffeine to, for energy. I don't feel the way I did 10 years ago. I had a baby out, you know, I'm, I've got extra fat I can't get rid of. So you need to tell these things to your doctor to get these tests in the first place. And, or we can test them for you, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, um, if, if you want to figure this out through us and then we can give you nutrition plans, we can give you training protocols. The doctor can prescribe certain things for you through the clinic, um, and get things shipped to you, to your house to do it. Or you can go find somebody to administer these things or get creams, what have you. So uh, the big thing is to just, you know, take control of your health, take control of uh, an ownership of your body and don't ignore things. Um, So guys, thanks a lot for listening to this episode of Physical Culture Radio and stay tuned for the second part of this episode in number seven, uh, where we are going to talk about drugs and physique sports. Thanks a lot, guys.